Yes, all praise be to God for his faithfulness. That just moves me to see how God's been faithful among his people for many, many decades. And we're in the midst, as we sit here today, we're part of a great train of witnesses, testimonies to God's faithfulness. And when I think of this first question, I know how those who went before us answered it. Why are you here at Elam? Why do you do what you do? Why do you pray and serve all the hours you do? I believe the answer to those who went before us and served, myself, and I believe you share the same conviction, that God has designed Elam to offer to Kokato and Das and the surrounding areas the hope of the world, which is Jesus Christ. That's why we're called. That's why we're here. And I, all, I believe we all share that. That the maturing local church is God's instrument to bring hope of Christ to a lost and despairing world. That all through the redemptive history, God has raised up people who will, in harmony with the Holy Spirit, point people and walk with them into God's mission. And when God's people in his church, his members live and hold out the gospel, we have an expanding and profound impact, not just geographically, but generationally. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, Jesus said. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. As you watch that video, I think you probably did the same thing I did inside my spirit. You praised our Father in heaven for what they did and their good deeds and their service, which we reap the benefits of today. And I so often become astonished at the potential at Elam. And it makes me step back and ask, is God still transcendent? Is the Holy Spirit still have his stuff? Is he still at work with his power? Is Jesus still redeeming lives? Is the word of God still cutting through hard hearts? If our answer is yes, which I believe it is, why can't there be a body that experiences great transformation here and now and also impacts the generations to come. Because he still does exceedingly abundant beyond all we could ask or imagine. And I know that's scary when we step out in faith and not knowing how big God's going to answer our prayers. You've been praying over these 40 days some pretty big prayers. And I believe God heard them and answered them. And I, with you, believe we stand in awe and hang on utterly dependent upon this transcendent God to help us to know and to step into what he's doing. And I also know some of you are hesitant as you sit here. You face a tension. Tension I appreciate. Can't we keep doing what we've been doing after all these years? And I appreciate those thoughts, but bear with me here. 
The question we you and I face this morning at this time and this season of our church's life is, is not what is Elam. It's not even what could Elam be. It's what should Elam be. What is God calling us to be? While we don't know exactly with greatest clarity all that that holds, I do know what we shouldn't be. Complacent. Content with mediocre. Lazy. Playing it safe. Disconnected. Those we shouldn't be, and I know you share that conviction as well. Instead, we should be those who are deepening into things that matter to God. Relationships, maturity, discipleship. We should be connected. We should be future-oriented. We should be risk-takers for the kingdom. We should be relentless in our pursuit of lost people. And we need each each of us to be those things to pursue what God has called us to. To pursue all that God has. To be what we need, what we should be. We sit in a season right now where we need tools, the right tool. It's called a facility. You see, everyone, win when God, everyone wins when God's people serve with an eye on the future, on the next generation. No one who serves can do so only looking back or down. That we're not called to do. Everyone wins when God's people aren't content with the status quo. Everyone wins when God's people walk by faith. You are here because you believe the local church offers the hope to the world. You're here because I believe you know God's called us to mission, to serve biblically, faithfully, and courageously. And I trust no one here is okay with mediocrity, stagnation, or even business as usual. Any group can build a building, but we're not any group. We're his church called to impact Kakedo, Dassel, and the surrounding areas. And it would appear to me that if a tool's available that would position us to have a greater impact and shine a light into future generations, we should be lining up at the chance. Summing up, why? Why pursue a new facility? There's many reasons. I'm just going to actually recap four. We want to expand to expand. We're expanding our facilities to expand our impact into lives. A new facility positions our ministry for greater discipleship and outreach opportunities. A new intentionally designed facility will allow all our ministries to grow and allow our leaders to plan for greater growth. It also allows us greater connections. A new facility will allow greater connectedness throughout our ministries. Our senior saints and handicapped friends will be able to connect with the rest of the church body and have access to every area of the church. I hope you paid attention downstairs in the foyer. Wasn't that great? We're all together. I saw conversations and laughter. We were all together. There was something about the setting that was unique. And a special thank you to all those who made that possible. That's one of the many opportunities and one of the many advantages that new facility would offer is a foyer that size would allow us to do things like that, which would allow greater connectedness. It also would provide a visible office and ministry center presence. There'd be greater community impact. A new facility will be a bridge into our community by allowing us to creatively implement the Great Commission and intentionally pursue lost people through large group events, 
greater children's and youth outreach. A new facility will allow us to be able to serve families who celebrate the joy of marriage celebrations and those who face the grief of the loss of a loved one in need of larger facility. Simply put, a new facility will position us and future generations to consider new opportunities. Also, there's a very practical way of safety and security. A new facility is being designed to ensure safety and security for our children especially. The design of the new facility eliminates the danger of multiple flights of stairs and provides check-in desks, security locks, and centralize our children and youth areas will have better security along with greater oversight. You see, if we'll serve and give this way and invest in the next generation, I really strongly believe Christ will be honored. We'll exp expand our impact. We'll be a light into the future generations. We will be glad. The next generation will be glad. And we will all know the thrill of doing it together. As we step out in faith, we get a front row seat of seeing God do the impossible. For he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that we could ask or imagine. To him be glory in the church forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we're humbled that you would allow us to be part of your church. That you would be, allow us to be a part of what you're doing in this world. We recognize you are the head. And we worship you. And we serve you. And we're here this morning, Lord, in this season of the ministry here, praising you for your faithfulness of the generations before us. And God, we're asking you would use us now at this time in this place to invest in the generations ahead of us. So that in all things, your kingdom is built, strengthened, lives are changed, and generations impact for the glory of your name. And God's people said, amen. You're about to be handed a booklet. And uh, we're going to interact with this booklet here in a few minutes, for the next few minutes, I should say. And um, it's, it's just so well done. Thank you to all those who put this together. But it, it kind of embraces a lot of what we're, we've been talking about and the excitement of what tomorrow holds. And so as you get that booklet, um, one for family, you'll see them passed down, and maybe if you can kind of help if there's awkward seating that we can pass one to someone else. One per family would be wonderful. And uh, we're going to have some people share a little bit about what's in this book. And so please make sure you grab one right now.